code pastor has said so much about this topic that you know it's as if there is nothing more to say about it praise the lord so we all know that prosperity is a state is a state of being successful is a consciousness of prospering when things are going well for you in, in all areas of your life you say oh I'm prosperous we have financial prosperity we have prosperity of the mind the Bible said that the peace of God which passes all understanding will be with you there are some places in the scripture that whenever the Bible talks about peace it refers to prosperity so that means peace of mind is also what's prosperity there are so many ways that god demonstrates prosperity to us we remember vividly in the old testament when the the king um the children of israel to say oh god has prospered us because he has taken war far away from us he has taken famine far away from us he has taken destruction far away from us so prosperity is anything that is void of destruction that is void of lack that is void of trouble that is void of of anything negative is prosperity praise the lord and god has promised us prosperity somebody put your hands on your chest and say i am prosperous in every area of my life i am prosperous my health prospers my body prospers my mind prospers my finances prospers Everything about me prospers. My children prospers in the name of Jesus Christ. Prosperity is a state of being successful. It's a state of being prosperous. We can prosper financially. We can prosper mentally. We can prosper intellectually. We can prosper physically. We can prosper materially. The Bible said in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. He said, God has caused all grace in that place. What the Bible means by that, that grace there represents all favors and earthly blessings, which is prosperity. So you can see that God desires that we prosper. He said, God has caused all grace, which is what all favors and all. Can you, can you put on that scripture in amplified version? All grace to abound unto us that we've been sufficient in all things we are bound unto every good work second corinthians chapter 9 verse 8 for god has caused all grace can we read it together and god is able to make all words all grace in brackets what does it mean every favor and earthly blessings come to you in words in abundance god is able to make all earthly all what all favors and earthly blessings that is prosperity so this is one of the scriptures that tell you that god desires that you prosper it's god's will 
one of the things that Jesus took care of at the cross of Calvary is our prosperity. He didn't just die on the cross for us to be free from sin. He also died on the cross so that we will be prosperous. He said he is able to cause all grace, which is favor and earthly blessings, to abound unto you. That you being sufficient in all things, you might do what? Abound unto every good work. How many of us we agree that when you are in a good state of mind, that is when you can be beneficial to the people around you? When you're troubled, can you solve another person's uh, problem? When you're not in a good state, can you be beneficial to somebody? It's when you are in a good state. That is when you are what? Beneficial. That's when you think straight. You want to help somebody. You want to, you know, reach out. The Bible said that he will cause all favors and all earthly blessings to abound unto us. So that we've been sufficient in all things. We will then do what? Abound unto every good work. So God desires to prosper us so that we will be prosperous and we will be a prosperity channel to the people around us. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So God wants you to prosper. Somebody say, God wants me to prosper. God wants me to prosper. So if you're facing any difficulty right now, look at yourself and hit your chest and say, look, God wants me to prosper. If there's no money in your bank account right now, you say, God wants me to prosper. When you look at the financial situation of your parents and you look at how the state of things is from where you're, from where you're coming from, you will tell yourself and say, what? God wants me to do what? Prosper. And therefore, I am prospering and I will break limits. I am prospering and I will break limits because God wants me to do what? To prosper. Can we open our Bible to Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11? God wants me to prosper. Just begin to pray under your breath and say, Father, thank you because I prosper. Thank you because I prosper. Thank you because it's your will for me to prosper. Therefore, I don't look at the situation and the circumstances around me because I know that your will for me is to prosper and I prosper in the name of Jesus Christ. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil to give you hope in your final outcome there is a translation can we put on the nlt let's see how the nlt talks about it for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future word and a hope that means god's desire for you is that you will not in any way be in disaster you'll not in any way be in trouble he said because he will do what he will give you a future and a hope he will prosper you he will bless the works of your hand he said i will bless the works of your hand i will prosper whatever you do you see the bible said that abraham did what prospered in cattles and rams in everything that he had check every man that works with god one of the signs you will know with which you will know that somebody works with god is that what he will do what? Prosper. He will prosper. We know of David. We know of Solomon. He said, God, give me wisdom. All I ask from you is wisdom. But God prospered him. And the Bible recorded that he was the richest king because of God's hand that was upon him. And who can remember the story of the man who, when they took the ark of the Lord and kept it in his house, 
you know they felt that the ark was going to destroy him who remembers good bible student the bible said that he did what he began to what prosper he began to do what prosper that's to say that god's will any man that walks with the lord one of the things that you're known for is you will prosper so if you're walking with the lord and you're not prospering go and check something because the sign for everybody that works with the Lord is what is prosperity. They never stay in the same level that they are in. So if you're still in the same level where you are, then begin to check something. Then we begin to do what? Check something. That means there are strongholds that are trying to fight you. There are strongholds that are trying to take away that thing that God has given to you. And we know that the Bible said that he has given us authority to do what? Trample upon snakes and scorpions. So God has given us the authority. This is his desire for us that we should do what prosper. But then he's not going to just come and, you know, just dish out the prosperity to us. We have to do what take our place. That's why we are sons. That's why we are daughters of a living God. We take our place. Somebody say, I take my place. I take my place. The devil has no right over my life. The devil has no right over my destiny. The devil has no right over you. Take your place take your place when things are not going the way you want them to be take your place stand up and say enough is enough it gets to a point in time when you say look i'm tired of this enough is what enough you take your place because god's desire so i want us to settle that in our mind that god desires for us to prosper let's open our bible to psalms 27 verse 25 God's desire for us to say, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul does what prospers. He said, When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and they fell because of what God's prosperity. Remember, I said something about when there is when war is far away from you when you have peace that is god's prosperity because god's prosperity brings what protection he said when even the wicked one comes upon you they come to destroy you he said but do what he said they will stumble and they will fall and they, this is because the prosperity of god's protection is upon you prosperity brings protection because these are the things that god has signed and sealed for you at the cross of calvary it said, I pray that thou mayest prosper and be in good health, even as thy soul prospers. God's desire is for me to prosper. Let's begin to pray. I prosper in the name of Jesus. I prosper. The works of my hand prosper. My businesses prosper. I prosper in my mind. I prosper in my family. Everything I lay my hands to do is blessed. In the name of Jesus. Begin to pray. Say, I prosper. There's no poverty. There's no disaster in me. I come against every form of lack. I come against every form of disaster. Anything that tries to spoil, to steal. The Bible said that the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But the Son of God came to give us life and in abundance. Everything that comes to destroy, to steal, to take away from me, I come against it in the name of Jesus because God's desire for me is to prosper. God's desire for me is to be in good health. If your body is not prospering right now, begin to pray and say, my body prospers, my mind prospers. Everything about me yields good fruit in the name of Jesus. God wants you to prosper. Settle it. 
Sometimes the devil tries to mess up with our mind. The devil tries to tell you that, look, if you are rich, you are not righteous. Oh, okay, look at this righteous man. He was poor. You know, the devil tries to, to, to mess up with your mind. You know, there's this scripture that, he, that, he, that, that the, the people that preach this usually use, they'll say, oh, that, that Lazarus was a poor man. He went to heaven and that the rich man did not do what? He went to hell and that he was begging Lazarus from heaven. Say, give me little water that I may quench my test. And they will tell you that, look, when you are rich, you will go to hell. But I want to tell you today that God's desire for you is to do what? Prosper. There's no way in the Bible where poverty and righteousness are the same. It's not true. They are two different things. In fact, righteousness brings prosperity because Jesus dealt with it at the cross of Calvary. So when the enemy tries to bring accusations, say, look, Jesus has paid the price. He took me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, into the kingdom of lights. Jesus took away my poverty that I might become rich. God's desire for you is to prosper. Don't entertain poverty. Don't entertain lack in any way. Say no. Say no. Be angry. Say no. I cannot lack. I cannot be poor. I cannot be in a state where there is no food. I cannot be in a state where I can't take care of myself and my children. I cannot be in a state where I can't help people around me. Because I'm always counting. I'm always calculating. If I take away 1,000 naira, the money is going to short from 10 to 9. No. God's desire for me is that I will have abundance. And I will have more. Be sufficient in all things. I will have more than enough to abound to every good work. That's to say when somebody comes to me and says, look, I'm hungry. I have more than enough to give to the person and say, take and go and eat something. And I'm not troubled that when I remove that from what I have, I will begin to struggle. And let me tell you something. Sometimes God will test you with the little because sometimes we are waiting for when we have so much to begin to feel that we are prosperous but i want to let you know that you begin to feel that you're prosperous when you come in contact with the word of god faith is the evidence of things hoped for he said the things you're hoping for the evidence not what's seen you've not seen it before but because you know that is embedded in the word of god and the word of god is life and is true you begin to do what take the step you begin to do what practices when children of israel when they entered the red sea the red sea had no parted but they had to put their foot inside and the bible said when they put their foot inside the red sea began to part sometimes you have to take that step and say look i know i don't have so much right now but i'm going to give because god God has given me abundance and God has given me the grace uh, to abound unto every good work. And let me tell you, the moment you begin to take that step, you begin to give from the little that you have. The Bible said it to be multiplied, just like the principles of the five loaves and two fishes. When Jesus lifted it up and gave thanks, and he began to share, what happened? What happened? Who can tell me, good Bible student? What happened? There was multiplication, that there was a remnant of 12 baskets. That multiplication can only come from the place where you start to use that which God has given to you. Even if it is little. Multiplication. Because that principle, the principle of all grace has abounded to you. And I have given you sufficiency in all things. Uh, 
that you may abandon to every good work. When you begin to take that scripture and say, Lord, even if I have just 1,000 naira right now, it doesn't represent what I have in the spirit. It doesn't represent my true source. It doesn't represent my true substance. Because I know that as I begin to put this into use, that you're going to multiply that one. You're going to multiply it into a million. Somebody say, I multiply. I multiply. God's desire for you is to prosper. Another parable is the parable of the people that were given different talents. One was given five, the other two, and the other one. The one that had five put it to use. And he had t- double of it. The one that had two put it to use and he had double of it. The one that had one. Listen, that's the mentality we have. We always feel that we have just a little. We want to save it for, for us. We want to save it for us. Just like that, that widow said to the prophet. He said, what I have is just this little, this little flaw. That I want to make bread for I am my son to eat and die. I don't have enough that I'm going to give to you. Because if I put you in this budget of this little flaw, it is not going to be enough for us. And the prophet said, look, um, go and put that thing you have into use. Uh, because there is multiplication coming. There's always an, a time where God is going to test you with that little that you have. I don't know who I'm speaking to tonight. God is going to test you with that little that you have. And he's going to say, you have just one talent. And your mind is telling you this is too small. What can it do? What can it do? And God is saying, put it to use. Uh, and watch me bring about the, pr- the principle of multiplication. Because whenever there is a small, there is a big we will believe in the principle of the multiplication that God has given to us this can be applied in all areas not just in money when God gives you a gift don't say look I'm not qualified don't say look I don't have what it takes don't say look who am I step out in faith and begin to put to use that which God has given to you and today I remember a story one of the days we were coming back from quarry houses and somebody said oh I used to know Victoria Reza when she used to sing in worry her voice she used to sing off key but she just kept singing she just kept singing today where is she right now when you check her out on youtube you see 20 million views uh, because somebody was putting to use what she has she was not scared that she was singing off key she was not scared that nobody would like her singing so many of you your destinies have been dormant today because you are afraid to step out because you're feeling that nobody will accept me nobody will like me nobody will take me for who i am but i have a good news for you tonight God is interested in your small because he likes to make the foolish things of this world to make them make it wiser God likes to take those things that be not and begin to put them into a state of greatness somebody rise up and say I'm tired of the status quo I am tired of where I am I am tired of where I am begin to pray right now begin to pray right now I take that step I take that move I put to use all that I need to do I do what I'm supposed to do I don't stay in the small I don't stay in the little I don't stay in the small because God has given me sufficiency God has given me sufficiency even though I don't see with my naked eyes but I know that he has put so much on the inside of me because the Bible said out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water God knows that you might be thinking that there is nothing in your belly but he said out of my belly shall flow rivers of living water that thing that 
that you think is small begin to prophesy big to it say father I prophesy I prophesy that that which is small you have turned it into big you can sit down God wants you to prosper another thing is that God will show you how to prosper <laughs> you know it doesn't just stop at him wanting you to prosper but he will do what show you he will do what show you how to prosper so let's open our bible right now let's start with philippians 2 13. god will show you how to prosper he said he's the one that gives you the power to make wealth thank you jesus philippians 2 13. thank you lord jesus god will show you how to prosper for it is god which worketh in you both to do what will and to do of what his good pleasure we know that one of the ways that god prospers us is that he does what he puts his ideas in our hearts you know sometimes we think and we'll be like huh you know there was something that broke it for me about oh how do i know the will of god it was when um, pastor taught about um, the holy spirit and he said something he said when your mind is renewed and you are a child of God. So when you gave your life to Jesus, the Holy Spirit was given to you as a seal. That means the thoughts that you now think have been refined. As far as you're under the influence of the Holy Spirit, you cannot think wrong thoughts. You cannot miss the will of God. He said, for it is God which worketh in you, both to will and to do of his own good pleasure. He said he will teach your hands to war. He will teach your hands to battle. Can you bring that scripture for me that says it's God that giveth us the power to make wealth? He said he will teach you how to make wealth. He's, it, he, he's, he's not just his will for you to prosper, but he said he's going to teach you how to prosper. He's going to show you ways. He's going to put ideas in your heart. He's going to say this is the way you should walk because he's not going to let your soul be destroyed. He said what? He will teach you how to prosper. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that worth giveth the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy father this day. You know what? God has already created from the beginning of creation. When he told Adam, he said, go ye into the world and do what? Multiply. That means prosperity was from the beginning of creation. After creation, God created everything and said, this was beautiful. He made man. He said, look, I gave you dominion over everything. Go ye into the world. And he said, that I will teach you so that the covenant that I made with your fathers will not be that people will say, ah, is it that God has changed or is it that something has happened? He said, I will teach you. So even when you don't know how to prosper, he said, I will teach you. I will give you the power to make wealth so that my covenant will be established so that people will know that I am still the God who never changes so that people will know, the world will know that I am he that whatever I say shall come to pass. He said, I will teach you. I will give you the power that you may make wealth so that my covenant that I made with your fathers will be established. Who is a God that makes a covenant and, and then he teaches you how to fulfill the covenant? He keeps his, his part and keeps your own parts. Because he knows that, look, I made a covenant that you can't be poor. Because of the covenant I made. Because my name has to be, be true. Because there is no variableness in me. I will take you. 
to be rich. That's the God that we say. He's not just his will for you to be rich, but he's going to teach you how to be rich. He's going to teach you how to be wealthy. He's going to put ideas in your heart. He's going to put his word in your mouth. He's going to establish his covenant in your heart so that you will know and know how to become wealthy. So God shall show you how to prosper. Now I want us to look at one of the fundamental principles of prosperity. And that principle is what total reliance, relying on, on God, on his mercies, on his power. You know, when you come to the end of yourself and you're like, God, at this point, I don't have any strength. I don't know what to, where to go, what to do, but I'm going to rely on you. In fact, lately I had some experience and I've said, God, you know what? I've tried all I could. I've prayed, I've, I've praised. But you see, at this point, I'm just going to give you praise and rely on you because however it turns, I know that you have my best interest at heart because all things are working together for my good because I love you and because I'm called according to your purpose. So somebody, you need to get to the point where you release yourself. Release yourself. Total reliance on God. Total reliance on his power. Total reliance on his mercy. Don't struggle. Don't try to resist anything. Don't try to fight anything. Don't fight the situation. Don't complain and say, oh God, what is going on? I'm tired of this thing. Oh, when is this going to stop? No, 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 no. Somebody rely and say, Father, I give you praise because I know all things are working together for my good because I love you because I'm called according to your purpose. It doesn't matter what going on in my circumstances it doesn't matter how the water is being stirred but i know i know because i trust you the bible said bless the lord oh my soul and everything that is within me bless his holy name in psalm 34 the bible said i will bless the lord at all times and his praises shall continually be on my lips it said i look up unto the lord and i was radiant my face will never know no shame it said those that put their trust in the lord they are like mount zion that cannot be removed that's to tell you that whatever it is you are mount zion you cannot be moved because jesus got your best interests at heart sometimes we look with a myopic view we don't know what god is planning for us we don't know the extent to what god is trying to deliver us sometimes we say oh this disappointment is too much oh god i'm tired of this but god is saying look 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 there is a greater weight of glory for everything that you have to go through there is a weight a greater weight of glory total reliance of god somebody say i rely on you jesus I release myself right now. No more struggling. No more complaining. I release myself to you. Oh no, Father, I'm sorry for all the complaints. I'm sorry for all the ways all that I have felt that you have not answered my prayer. I re release myself on you. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be on my lips. This poor girl cried unto the Lord and he heard her and delivered her from all her fears. This, this man, this this woman, this boy, this girl cried unto God, uh, looked unto God, uh, and his face was radiant. Uh, there was no shame and confusion in him. Somebody say, I rely on you, Jesus. I rely on you, Jesus. Uh, I will not forget your benefit. Sometimes the devil is trying to mess up with your mind to tell you all the things that God has not done. Begin to remind him of God's benefit. Say, I know how he saved me. I know how I would have been dead. Uh, I know how I would have been buried. Uh, if not for the mercy of God, I know how I would not have had food to eat. Uh, if not for the mercies of God, I know where I would have been now if God had not picked me, if God had not taken.
taking me by his hands and said, come, I will lead you. I won't be here today. If not for the mercy of God, forget not all his benefits. Count your blessings and name them one by one. Name them one by one. And it will surprise you. It will surprise you what the Lord has done. Begin to count your blessings now. Look at those children God has given you. I said, thank you, Lord. I, don't, I didn't have to cry for a child. I didn't have to cry for a child. I didn't have to cry for a child. Thank you, Lord, I'm alive in the land of the living and breathing. I might not have the, the choices of cars. I might not have all the things that I want. But I know that you have been faithful. I know that you have been merciful. I know that you have been kind. But if the Lord had not been for us, let the children of Israel say, let Lydia Opera say, if it had not been for the Lord, what would I have done? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Let somebody cry out and say, if it had not been for the Lord, who delivered me when I was having children? If it had not been for the Lord who rescued my soul from destruction, if it had not been for the Lord who provided all my needs uh, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, if it had not been for the Lord uh, who gave me the job that I have, uh, even though it is not enough, uh, if it had not been for the Lord who took me from obscurity and brought me to light, uh, let Lydia shout, uh, if it had not been for the Lord, where would I have been today? Where would I have been today? I probably would have been among the dead if it had not been for the message of God somebody begin to give Jesus praise oh say father I thank you for your mercy though I have not gotten to where I want to be but I know that you have been faithful I know that you have been kind I know that you have been merciful I know that you have been glorious I know that you have helped me let's open our Bible to the book of Job chapter 22 and let's start from verse 21 if it had not been for the Lord I rely on you, Jesus. Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Thereby, good shall come unto thee. One of the fundamental principles of prosperity is aligning yourself with the Lord. He said, When he said, I am the vine, you are the branches. When you are knitted together with me, what will, what will happen? You will bear fruits. One of the fundamental principles of prospering is aligning yourself with the Lord. He said, acquaint thyself with me and good shall come unto thee. He said, receive, I pray thee, the law from my mouth and lay up his words in thy heart. Receive the word. Now, let me tell you something. When the word of God comes to you like this, you receive it. After receiving it, you do what? You store it up in your heart. How do you do that? You meditate upon it. And the Bible said that Joshua said, I will meditate. He said, Joshua said, meditate upon my, my word day and night. He said, receive the word of God. When you receive it, you will do what? You will store it up in your heart. You begin to meditate it. The Father, 
The Bible said that God has given me power to make wealth. I prosper in everything that I do. I shall not be poor. Nothing can go wrong with me. No matter what is happening right now. Even if I don't have money in my account. I know that Jesus has blessed me with prosperity. That is how to meditate. That is how to receive the word of God. That is how to store it up in your heart. You begin to mutter it to yourself. You are your own prophet. Listen, listen, listen. Sometimes we are waiting for somebody to prophesy over us. When God has made you a royal priesthood, a choosing generation, a people belonging to God, you are your own prophet. And God is saying, store up my word in your heart. He said, if you return to the Almighty, you will be restored. So clean up your life. Sometimes we allow so many things to cluster our mind. We allow bitterness, anger, hatred, unforgiveness, so many things. Complaining, complaining. Ah, complaining is the worst thing. We are complaining every, over everything. We are complaining. Bitterness, anger, unforgiveness. Oh, this person did this thing to me. I cannot let go. We let it store up in our heart. And the Bible is saying, uh, clean up your heart. Take those things away from you. Take them away from you. Every unforgiveness, every sin that is laid beside you, everything that has kept you in the place of law, take it away from your heart. Take it away and clean up your heart. He said, think upon these things, uh, things that are of good report, things that are pure, things that are good. Uh, that's the things you should think upon. He said, if you give up your loss for money, and throw your precious gold into the river. Listen, listen to me. Sometimes we hold that thing, that thing that we have so, so, so tightly. We say, oh, I have this one million. No, 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 no. I can't let it. I can't let one naira drop out of it. We hold it so much. We are, we are hustling. Have you heard that slang? People say, oh, man, I have, man has to hustle. I have to hustle, man. I have to hustle. Yesterday, we are listening to Twitter space. And somebody was saying that you see couples when they travel abroad, they take up so many jobs. One person does like seven job that person is doing like another seven job they don't they don't see themselves as this one is coming home the other one is going out because what man has to hustle if you ask them they will say man there are bills to pay we have to pay tax and then they have neglected the most important thing that communication that relationship and god is saying to you that you should do what return back say return back remove that lust that craving that thing I want to build house at before I get to 40, I want to build an estate. Before I get to, to 50, I want to I want to buy a private jet. And then you put in there is this lust. You you don't you don't mind if you have to trample on somebody to get what you want. You don't mind if you have to cheat somebody to get that thing. And you say, Oh, I need to make this money. And God is saying, Take away those lusts, take away those things, take away those desires. He said, Come up unto me. He said, The Almighty Himself will be your treasure, He will be your precious silver. You take your mind off and say, God, you are my treasure. There's a parable of the rich man, the rich farmer, when he made so many, he had so many plants and um, um, fruits and everything in his barn. And he woke up and said, Oh, my heart rejoiced because I have arrived. You begin to booga, you begin to say, I have arrived. Amen. I have arrived. I'm collecting my money. I've arrived. I've arrived. And God said to him, Tonight, your soul will be requested. <laughs> There's one story that pastor told because he told the story. I'm going to tell it when we were coming out from the place of lack and so many things that the enemy put upon us. There was one time we were in somewhere around Badore, small money just entered his account. <laughs> 
and then somebody just, you know, tampered with his tire. And the man of God just fled up. And he said, do you know who I am? <laughs> hey, few months to that time, the man of God could not make such a statement. Oh, because if he makes that statement, man, something might go wrong. Because if somebody says, who are you? And they say, okay, let's go to where we'll bring out money. There will not, money will not come out. But when there was money, he said, do you know who I am? And the Holy Spirit began to speak to his heart and say, no, 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 no. You're getting it wrong. This little thing you have in your pocket, I gave it to you. Don't let it enter into you that you begin to think upon it so highly. Because this is what a gift. The money, you, the wealth, whatever you have is a gift. And the Almighty himself will be your treasure. He will be your precious little When you take away those lust, you take away those things. God himself, God himself will be your treasure. God himself will bring your precious silver. Then you will take delight in the almighty God and look, out and look unto God. You will pray to him and he will hear you and you will fulfill your vows to him. For you do what? You will succeed in whatever you choose to what? To do. And light will shine on the road what? Ahead of you. When you align yourself with God. Look, listen. There are so many principles in this scripture. I don't want us to forget it. The first one is this. Let's go. He said you should receive his word. When you receive his word, what will you do? You will meditate upon it. You begin to meditate and confess it. And you begin to pronounce what he said. And then he now said you will do what? You will remove bitterness, anger, everything that the enemy will put in your heart to try to steal that which God has put on the inside of you. That's because it's going to come. Have you not wondered that when you pray so much, you have a reason to be angry? So any little thing will make you angry. He said, receive the word. You meditate on the word. You take away all those bitterness. You fill your heart with good things. You will come back to God and you will make him your total sucks. He will heal you. In fact, your desire for money, you know, that hustling spirit, you put it aside and say, God, I know that you are the one that is able to give me wealth. You are the one that is able to give me. You make him your source. The Lord, your God, will become your silver and your precious stones. He said then, you will not take that thing that you have and you will not give it to God in thanksgiving. You make you pay your vow. You say, Father, I thank you because I know that you are my source. The next principle, he said, you what? You will succeed in whatever you choose to do. That is the fundamental principle of wealth. When you align yourself and follow these principles, you will succeed in whatever you do. And light will shine on the road ahead of you. That means there will be no darkness. Somebody cannot say, I am confused. <laughs> Somebody cannot say, I don't know which way to go. I don't know which step to take. Because light will shine on the road ahead of you. That means he's going to send his angels. He'll put his angels in charge over you. That you will not dash your foot against a stone. The word of God brings out light. It will make your path clear. When you are going, you will not stumble. When there is clarity, there is speed. God will begin to give somebody speed. I begin to give you 10 in 1. Somebody say, I have the miracle of 10 in 1. All the things that are supposed to come to me 10 years ago, because of the interest of the word of God that bring that light, I have those miracles now. Begin to pray, begin to pray. Say, I have the miracle of 10 in 1. I have the miracle of 10 in 1. I have the miracle of 10 in 1. Because I have received the light of God. Because the light of God shines ahead of me. I have the miracle of 10 in 1. My heart is filled with light. My path is filled with light. I do not make a mistake. I am not confused. I am not confused. I have the miracle of 10 
I have the miracle of 21. Just rise up wherever you are right now. Rise up and begin to pray. Rise up, rise up, rise up. And begin to pray. Say, we're going to pray for restoration. For everything the canker worms and the palmer worms have eaten up. We're going to pray and say, Father, you are the God that restores. Uh, you are the God that restores. Uh, no matter how long it has been. No matter what has happened. Uh, but there is uh, a principle of restoration. Somebody begin to pray the Holy Ghost. Uh, begin to pray the Holy Ghost right now. Begin to pray the Holy Ghost. For God has done a new thing in my life. God has done a new thing in my life. I rejoice. Uh, for God has done a new thing in my life. Begin to pray. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.